ESPN Plus, the ESPN app. You won't see a team play worse than my team played yesterday. The New York Jets' performance yesterday was an embarrassment. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. I don't know if I trust any Chris that spells it with a K. And Eric Fry. Shut up. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in, uh, welcome in to a new day, to a new week, start of the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 at the uh, Game ESPN Radio, tapping out there here on this uh, Monday, Travis Sparks, Eric Fry hanging out with you, and of course we got a, a good show lined up for you as always, of course it's a, a loaded show after the weekend usually is, we'll Talk that uh, Cubs Cardinals series in uh, London from uh, Saturday and uh, Sunday. We'll also hit up on uh, what else happened in uh, Major League of Baseball from over the uh, weekend and get you set for the uh, schedule for you today. Also, got some other random news and uh, notes to uh, get to in uh, college sports, NBA stuff, maybe some NFL stuff. We'll have to see what uh, comes around uh, to us. And also, it's the uh, post weekend, so we'll get you the uh, top three moments from the uh, sports weekend as well and of course so we had a nascar return this weekend and so we got nascar to a uh, recap and nascar pick them to a uh, recap as well so uh, of course a loaded show here after a post weekend and whatever we don't get to here in the uh, treasure show we get to in the uh, podcast in some sort of a uh, fashion of course you can Download that podcast wherever you find your favorite podcast, iTunes, Spotify, the website, fmradio.com as well. You can also uh, listen in uh, there. And that podcast will become significant here very, very soon. As we mentioned on a Friday show, you don't want to uh, miss this upcoming Friday show as uh, we're hitting the month of July starting, well, the end of this week on July. On uh, Saturday, so uh, we're almost halfway through uh, the year. That means closer we are to Christmas. Yeah, don't remind me. Closer we are to uh, the end of the year. Yeah. Hey, uh, it was the first day of summer, what, last week or whatever, and uh, we're already uh, counting down halfway uh, through the year, so 
We got to get the uh, top moments from uh, top sports stories uh, from the half year so far in 2023. So uh, one of our favorite shows is to do the end of the year pod as well as the half a year pod as well. And we'll get that for you coming up on uh, Friday. And we also announced uh, last Friday as well that show of our top sports stories of the half year. That will be our uh, final show here on uh, Terrestrial Radio for mm-hmm. a little bit as we're taking a little bit of a, a pause summer break. for uh, summer break, if you will. So, uh, like I mentioned, that uh, podcast will still be around in the uh, podcast. So, you'll definitely want to check your feeds for uh, that as we drop some episodes and got some other stuff uh, cooking for the uh, summer. But until uh, 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 football, High school football starts all ramping up again. Uh, we'll be back here on a terrestrial radio. But until then, uh, we will have some podcast episodes uh, for you. So mm-hmm. you definitely want to be uh, keeping an eye out on uh, that as well. And, of course, the starting lineup would not be possible without a McMahon Meets Tingley Insurance Agency, what po- uh, our worth computer repair, and a Teutopolis State uh, Bank. We uh, certainly appreciate uh, them for coming along, and we appreciate all of you out there listening, whether you're listening on the podcast or out there in radio land as well. All right. So we got a uh, weekend show uh, to uh, get and recap. So we need to get it started and we need to get started like we always do. It's first things first. Before we get into the show. First things first. And we're starting off across the pond. We're starting off in that uh, London uh, series that happened as it was the uh, Cubs and uh, Cardinals renewing uh, their rivalry over there in uh, London. And on Saturday, it looked good for the uh, Cubbies as they got to Adam Wainwright early and often. And the Cubs ended up winning it when a 9 2 1. Ian Happ homers twice, and also good pitching performance there from uh, Justin Steele, who uh, picked up the win on a Saturday and clobbered the Cardinals nine to one on a Saturday. It looked good. It did. It looked good. And uh, you know, I was like, "All right, here we go." Ian Happ hadn't homered I think since May. Finally comes through, hits two homers on on Saturday, and I'm like, oh, "Here we go." You know, nine to one, convincing uh, win on on Saturday and I'm like this is how the weekend's gonna go I think I'll be prepared to watch tomorrow morning and uh, I I am looking forward to it because you know this Cubs offense was just clicking uh, it felt like everyone who came up to the plate was contributing Dansby Swanson had a homer as well um, and overall Travis we had uh, nine RBIs one two three four five six seven guys got RBIs in that game on Saturday mm-hmm. that's contributing that is everyone top to bottom besides Mancini, who went 0 for 2, and Suzuki, who went 0 for 5. But he's still had an RBI, even going 0 for 5. But that's everyone contributing, uh, which is what you like to see. Like, everyone contributing. Um, and, I, again, I was like, here we go. This is, this is going to be a great weekend. We got Adam Wainwright out of there early. We got people online saying he needs to retire. He's a year too late, everything like that. I'm like, this is, this is the day. This is going to be a great weekend. 
Yeah, and well, you know, uh, Ian Happ, he looked like a monster out there mm-hmm. because, uh, well, he likes to hit Adam Wainwright pitching. He does. Uh, there, so maybe that's exactly what he needed was to get back on track and uh, face uh, Adam Wainwright uh, there. And I'm glad you uh, brought that up about uh, Wainwright there, about um, him potentially, uh, you know, being maybe should have hung it up at the end of last year, maybe shouldn't have came back. Uh, because it was a storyline, of course, with uh, walking away with Albert and yep. Yachty as well. And would have been nice to have them retire together and whatnot. But I think he just wanted one more year. And he also wanted to try to make a run of that win 200. And I think that is, is still uh, motivating him and uh, moving him forward. But, yeah, Saturday was not a great day at the office there as well. And Cardinal fans, we need to be we need to be better uh, out there and uh, show a little bit more respect to uh, Adam Wainwright. I know uh, Saturday's performance in this season hasn't been uh, great, but remember who Adam Wainwright is as not only as a Cardinal, uh, one of the uh, best of my generation uh, mm-hmm. for sure. Not just uh, what he's done on the field, but what he does off the field as well. And he's just uh, a nice guy in general and the best fans in baseball we are so toxic on social media and we're so toxic on twitter we have forced adam wainwright to uh, deactivate his uh, twitter and he's uh, gone dark there on social media so uh due to some of the backlash from his uh start has uh, kind of fueled that so uh that's a, a big bummer and uh, cardinal nation we need to be better and Again, I think a lot of what the fans are feeling, Travis, isn't – were they mad at, at Wainwright because of the way he played? Yes. But I think it's a culmination of the year. Oh, definitely. It is It is the year. And, and I'll talk more about that when we talk Sunday's game. But it's a culmination of someone to just kind of vent for half a second uh, about this year because I think Cardinal Nation, as you said, feels like their voice isn't being heard. Mm-hmm. And we saw some comments from this weekend. I'm sure you'll get into, um, may, maybe not now, maybe in the podcast from uh, the the front office, we'll say, of the St. Louis Cardinals. And it doesn't make you feel any better if you're a Cardinal fan. No, not really. It makes you feel like it's status quo again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... So I, I feel bad that they did that to Adam Wainwright, but I don't think it was intended. I think it's just a fan base that is frustrated, mm-hmm. extremely frustrated, and they don't know how to convey it because, let's be honest, Travis, you as a Cardinal fan haven't really had to deal with this. No. And you definitely had to, haven't had to deal with this in the age of social media. Yeah. So this it is a new experience for Cardinal fans. Yeah. Come over here. We'll show you how to do it because we know <laughs> what it's like to be losing and feel like your front office is not listening to you. <laughs> and to be told one thing and other things happen instead. Like, yeah. Cubs fans have experience with that. We'll help you out. <laughs> uh, start the uh, little uh, counseling uh, session and support group uh, there. And uh, also to know that when where I struggled on uh, Saturday, who uh, came in to uh, clean up the mess was uh, Steven Matz. And uh, he didn't give up a run. He only gave up a couple of hits and three and a third inning. It's almost like he should be in the bullpen uh, to begin with. All but, the time. Uh, hey, I know we're paying him a bunch of money, uh, mm-hmm. and that's a lot of guy to give a guy coming out of the bullpen. But, hey, if it works, 
it works and um you know didn't give up any runs up until they're uh late uh, with Verhagen yeah. uh, there to put the icing on the cake there or uh, whatever you want to have on your kids, I guess, over yep. there Crumpets. in London yeah. uh, there. And then on uh, Sunday, it didn't look so great to uh, start off mm-hmm. the game for the uh, Cardinals as uh, the Cubbies came out and exploded for four runs into the uh, top of the uh, first. None of them was earned mm-hmm. against uh, Libertor. Uh, there saying uh, Libertor uh, had to uh, start the game because uh, Jack Flaherty uh, was uh, scratched from this start. So uh, Libby was uh, thrown in there. I'm like hip tightness. Yeah, as I say, they, that was the, the word coming out from the cards. And then so didn't start off great. Down for nothing, but uh, slowly but surely the uh, Cardinals uh, battled their way back there. They got a couple in the uh, second uh, to get right back in it. And then eventually, uh, Cardinals ended up winning here seven to five on uh, Sunday. So uh, here we are. We we split uh, the worst the two thing games. for both teams, <laughs> yeah. as we mentioned Friday. The worst thing that could have happened was a split. That's mm-hmm. exactly what happened. But Travis, there is no one who is happier that the Cardinals ended up winning this game than Mister Nolan Gorman. Yeah, because that first inning. Yeah, he got raked over the coals by a rod on the broadcast. <laughs> yeah, because of his blunder. Mm-hmm. Now, first, there was the throw itself from Contreras, which was a low throw, which was not going to get. I believe that was um, Swanson or maybe it was Horner who was stealing one of the the two of them were going. I, I think it was Horner it's and Horner, yeah. he wasn't going to get him, but he threw it and Gorman waited for the ball even though it was low in the dirt. You need to go out and get that as a second baseman. Mm -hmm. But then when he didn't get it, and then he just stood there. And Horner was able to advance to third. Yeah. That's what started the Cubs rally there. Mm -hmm. And then I saw, you know, there was the the liner that went to Arenado, who is as sure-gloved as any infielder. I blame that on the field. I blame that on the conditions as far as the shadows and stuff like that. I am glad they took an air away because originally that was an air on Arenado in the scoring. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, the Cardinals needed to come back in this game. But the way that game started, they needed to come back. Because if Definitely. not, Travis, that's the end of the season. <laughs> right there. Pretty well. Because as A-Rod was saying, that play at second shows a lack of effort and a lack of trying. Mm-hmm. And that's not the Cardinals. Yeah. Even no. if the Cardinals are being awful in a season, they never quit. Mm-hmm. And that would have been quitting on a play in the first inning. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm glad for Nolan Gorman that he was able to get an RBI in this game because otherwise he would be answering a lot of questions here uh, on, on this Monday morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely a rough inning there, but. Uh, hey, came back and uh, everything was okay. And the uh, Cardinals ended up winning there, salvaging a, a game over there in uh, London, 7 to 5 there. And uh, also, it was uh, Woodford getting uh, the uh, win in the relief there, going two and a third inning uh, there. And uh, the bullpen kind of was went through it. Uh, there as well. Yeah, bullpen game for both teams. As Stroman left after three and a third with a yeah, blister on his hand. Uh, he did have six, give up six runs, only three of them earned. Wasn't pitching his best, 
Um, but I, you know, that makes me a little concerned there about that blister. A blister, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, one of the uh, better pitchers this season. The ERA leader of the NL going into that game. Yeah, and nine wins on the season. So yep. just looking for win number 10. But I uh, couldn't find it and uh, left early uh, there. So we'll have to see uh, going forward. Keep our update on that. Uh, for sure. And then also on uh, Sunday, it was uh, Jordan Walker as uh, he got another hit on uh, Sunday. As uh, Let's see. I know he had, yep, he was just one for three and also drove in a run as well. And here's Jordan Walker again having a, another hit streak as and now he's up to uh, 15 games this time around as he has uh, pretty in some pretty good company. Uh, there with uh, guys like Albert Pools and Roger Hornsby, as well with uh, the longest hitting streaks by uh, Cardinal players 21 or younger. And that would be uh, Jordan Walker as fifth on this uh, list. Uh, Frank Snyder had an 18-game hit streak all the way back in 1915. Uh, so uh, Jordan Walker extends that uh, little hit streak uh, there. But Travis, he's not making enough solid contact. Well, yeah, he's, he's not getting the ball down. up in the yeah. air. He's so, back down. Yeah. <laughs> that nice uh, 300 average uh, that yep. he's got, 311. No, that's at home. It's 302. He has six homers uh, this season, bub. Uh, so Cubs and uh, Cardinals uh, get a uh, split there in uh, London. And uh, so it's uh, back to reality after that uh, mini. Uh, if you call it a vacay uh, there, they still had work to do and everything. But uh, back at it are uh, the uh, Cardinals as uh, they do have a, a day off uh, today. And they're back in St. Louis uh, starting tomorrow. And they'll be against the Astros there at uh, Bush Stadium. Uh, they're starting on a Tuesday. And that will be a 5.50 pregame show start here on 98.9, and the Cubs, they'll also return home to uh, Chicago there as uh, they're back in Wrigley Field to host the uh, Phillies starting tomorrow as well. Just a quick update on Stroman. He feels he's going to be able to start his next start, which will be next weekend taken on Cleveland. So uh, it's not the first time he's dealt with blisters. Says he doesn't expect to go in the IL or anything like that. So Hmm. That's good. So uh, good news uh, from uh, that uh, perspective uh, there. And uh, yes, I'll be uh, revisiting uh, some uh, comments also uh, made uh, this uh, weekend uh, from our fearless leader, John Mozalek, as well, uh, talking about the uh, future of the uh, Cardinals. So uh, we'll dive into that a little bit later. But uh, we got to check out on what happened in the rest of the uh, major league ranks uh, coming up. And so we'll do that coming up next here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law known as the PACT Act provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, for veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10th, 2023 may be paid back to August 10th, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. 
KKZ State Bank would like to invite everyone out this evening at 5 to the Martinsville Ag Fair for the excitement of a great Midwest trot and pace action. The Martinsville Ag Fair and KZ State Bank take pride in having the best harness racing in the area. We'll see you at the races. Hello, this is Devin Heron. Here at Waltman Heron Insurance, we know that buying insurance can be painful. We work to make sure this process is as painless as possible. We represent more than 20 companies so we can shop around so you don't have to. In addition, we have access to technologies like e-signature so that you may not even have to step into our building. For those who like a more personal experience, you can visit our new office at 103 West Section Street in Dietrich. Give us a call at 217-925-5165 or check out our website insurance since 1975.com coffee drinkers john boo's factory showroom in outland and effingham has their fox holler coffees regular price 16 dollars now only 7.95 their travel mugs in stainless steel and black are only 11.50 need a meat cloth for shredding meat they're now only 6.50 this month's silent special is the gravity table basil based maple in grain top 60 by 36 by two and a quarter regular price three thousand six hundred forty dollars now only one thousand four hundred fifty six dollars plus sign data for the father's day giveaway shop john boo's factory showroom in outland and effingham this is Greeny with Mike Greenberg. I don't know if you've ever walked into a basketball arena with Stephen A. Smith. It is much like what it must have been like to walk anywhere with Elvis. It's insane. For the majority of the time that I've been with him, we walk in and people will just yell cowboy stuff at him. So can I tell you that this past week we're in L.A. and I walk into the arena with Stephen A. And both nights, people are yelling Aaron Rodgers stuff at me. Have I been talking about Rodgers that much? Is this something that I've been doing to the point that it has become like that? Like, has Rodgers become, to me, what Stephen A. and the Cowboys have become? Is it that, Bubba? Yeah, I think you uh, maybe just crossed that line just ever so slightly. Cam? Oh, we did it for like three months straight, but other than that, I can't recall. I have to admit, I thought I covered it the appropriate amount. Lies, 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 and more lies! Hi, it's Mike Greenberg, and you're listening to Effingham's source for local sports and home to Greeny on 98.9 The Game. Tune in at 95.7 WCRC July 1st, 3rd, and 4th at 9 p.m. to listen to patriotic music as you watch the fireworks. Brought to you by Crossroads Truck Equipment, Nieberg Lumber Company and Ag Service, Old Max Drive-Thru, and Nieberg Steakhouse. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I think my battery's dead. With free battery testing and charging, AutoZone is here to help. Get in zone, AutoZone. What if I need a new one? We have the right batteries right here at America's number one battery destination. Get in zone, And what if I don't know how to connect it? No problem. We have a how-to for you at AutoZone.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. At Lowe's, we're always bringing pros more ways to save. Right now, save $100 when you buy the Flex 24-volt brushless impact driver kit for just $99. That's 50% off the original price. Plus, you'll also find Southwire Romex Simple 250-foot wire for just $109. Lowe's knows savings. Lowe's knows pros. Valve through 720 while supplies last. And now, the starting lineup. That was back in the 50s and 60s. I know not a lot of, there were not as many teams, not as many good players or whatever, but. but Travis knows this from personal experience. Go ahead. (laughs) Sorry, I couldn't help it. Go ahead. No, I'm good. (laughs) I'm good. Eight in a row, impressive. (laughs) On 98.9 The Game. 
Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9, the game, ESPN Radio. As the uh, Cubs and uh, Cardinals return uh, back from across the pond, back here to uh, the uh, States. What else happened in the uh, Major League Baseball world uh, this weekend? Well, let's uh, take a look as the... Uh, twins, they beat the uh, Tigers uh, yesterday in extra innings to, to complete a uh, comeback. 6-3, to three, they got the win over uh, Detroit in uh, 10 innings. Uh, we think that the uh, Cardinals situation is uh, bad. Well, the uh, Mets situation is just as bad. Uh, but, you know, pressure cooker of the uh, uh, Mets and the pressure cooker that is the New York media. There, They absolutely just imploded there in the eighth inning. Yesterday, it was a complete meltdown. They walked three batters in the inning. They also hit two more batters, and uh, they also had an error all in the eighth inning uh, there as the uh, Phillies uh, win this one 7-6 uh, uh, as That's a complete meltdown by absolutely. the Mets in the eighth I'm inning. My goodness. All that money. Yeah, to be a 35, 40, and 42 on the season. Yeah, at least you didn't pay that much, Travis, to be where you're at. <laughs> yep, that's right. We just hoarded on to the money and yep. didn't pay that money just to be this way. Can we still blame <laughs> it on upgrading Ballpark Village? Is that still a thing? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No, I, I don't think so. Uh, Baltimore, they beat uh, Seattle by the final of 3-2. Uh, to two. On uh, Sunday, the uh, Yankees also got the win over the uh, Rangers, 5-2-2. Uh, two, uh, two. Harrison Bader, a former Cardinal. Yeah. He had a two-run double there in the eighth inning to help the Yankees pick up the win over Texas. It was the uh, Blue Jays all over the A's, 12-2-1. as only three hits mustered up by Oakland uh, yesterday. And also George Springer, 55th career leadoff home run start off the game uh the uh, braves they won over the reds a uh, seven to two uh six thanks to uh matt olson uh go ahead home run uh there as uh, the braves they actually uh, took this series the uh, reds winning streak came yep. to a close yep. on uh, saturday with atlanta winning that game but more to come on the uh, friday night mm-hmm. uh game a little bit later, that was uh, bonkers there in uh, Cincinnati. But that's the only one that they could win in this series. We knew something had to give on Friday, and it did on Saturday. The Reds' uh, winning streak coming to a close there, and the Braves ended up taking the series uh, there and another win on Sunday. The Rays, uh, they got the win over the Royals, 3-2-1. Uh, they uh, split this uh, four-game series, and I believe there's more to come on this series as well, uh, especially the uh, Saturday game of note for mm-hmm. at least the uh, Royals coming up. Mm-hmm. They also had the uh, Brewers get the win in extra innings, uh, final in 10, 5-2-4 uh, uh, over Cleveland and Milwaukee getting uh, the uh, win uh, there. In extras, we got the uh, Marlins picking up a, a shutout against the uh, Pirates, 2-0, uh, 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 as uh, the Marlins rookie was outstanding once again. Uh, six scoreless innings there for Yuri Perez for uh, Miami, picking up the win on uh, Sunday. So uh, Marlins call up uh, another outstanding rookie, and he throws in a, a nice pitching performance uh, there. 
on a Saturday uh, there. I thought that uh, Alcantara was pitching, but I guess maybe he didn't or he didn't get the win mm. or anything. The Pirates' 10-game losing streak at least came to an end on Friday, but they that's lost. At least the, good for him. They lost the weekend though, so that's not so good. Yeah, they're free falling. Uh, the uh, White Sox, a uh, four-to-one win over the uh, Red Sox in a battle of the Sox, but it was the uh, White Sox getting uh, the victory at least yesterday. Uh, what do they do on Saturday? White Sox also got the uh, win on Saturday and uh, Friday, Boston won. Uh, there. Uh, let's see. Let's keep it going here. The uh, Rockies they won over the Angels four to three on Sunday. They probably would rather not talk about the game on. I was gonna say no one remembers that. <laughs> oh, that was uh, <laughs> absolute uh, drubbing on a Saturday. The uh, Angels uh, put together, and uh, that was the funniest thing was that. They put up all those runs on Saturday, uh, did the Angels. They put up, uh, what was it, 24, 25 mm-hmm. of them, including a 13-run uh, uh, fair, setting a franchise record uh, there. But they scored all those runs, but still they got outscored in the series, I think. Yeesh. Or they outscored uh, the Rockies in the series, but they still lost. Rockies won on Friday, and the Rockies won yesterday. That's the Angels. That's though, the. Right? I was just getting right to say that is the Angels. <laughs> Thirteen runs there in the uh, third inning for uh, Los Angeles on Saturday, and then twenty-five to one uh, beatdown. But uh, hey, the Rockies get the last laugh and win the series uh, there. The uh, Diamondbacks they get the win over the uh, Giants of uh, five to two. Uh, the Nationals, uh, they got the win over the uh, Padres, 8-3. Uh, and the Padres also one of those teams that are struggling as well with a lot of hype uh, around them coming into the season. They're only 37-41 and 41 on the year. And then on uh, Sunday Night Baseball uh, last night as well, you had the Astros get the win in extras, a 6-2-5. It was Alex Bregman. Picking up the uh, game winner there in the 11th. And uh, Freddie Freeman, he's, he's one of the finalists with his uh, guy that overtook his place there in Atlanta. And uh, Freddie Freeman last night also picked up a career here at number 2,000 uh, for his career uh, there last night. So uh, Freddie Freeman hit number 2,000. Well earned. Yeah, and kind of quiet yep. 2,000 hits as well. I've never heard of anyone say a bad thing about Freddie Freeman. Right, yeah. There was that uh, conflicting stories about the agent and the Braves being on the same page, right. but I guess that was refuted. Uh, yep. There was about the, the only thing, but uh, yeah, class act yep. uh, there. Uh, Freddie Freeman and adds on to his... Uh, collection with 2,000 hits, and hey, we'll know on Thursday if it'll be an all-star starter as the all-star game voting process phase two begins today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so don't forget to uh, vote for Nolan Arenado. Uh, they're fighting for a position at third base. And if you're a Cubs fan, make sure you, I don't know, eat your ballot or something because you can't vote for any Cubs. Yeah, just vote for your, your favorite player out of the two yeah. finalists. For the National League, I guess. 
<laughs> uh, games going on uh, today. You got the uh, Reds. They're starting a series there in uh, Baltimore to take on the uh, Orioles. And you got the, uh, what was the Red Hot Reds against uh, Baltimore, who are doing good this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Brewers, they're in uh, uh, New York to take on the uh, Mets. Justin Verlander set to uh, take the ball for the uh, Mets tonight. You also got the uh, Twins there in Atlanta to take on the uh, Braves. You got Sonny Gray matching up with uh, Spencer Strider today in a good pitching matchup to start things off. Yeah, so we got the uh, Tigers starting a series in uh, Texas to take on the Rangers. You got the White Sox in Los Angeles to take on the uh, Angels. Uh, Cease going up for Chicago. Reed Detmers on the hill for uh, L.A. And you also got the uh, Nationals out west in uh, Seattle to take on the Mariners. And Luis Castillo going up for Seattle tonight against Trevor Williams nice. for uh, Washington. So a little light schedule to uh, begin the yes. uh, week here in Major League uh, Baseball. Uh, but like I said, Phillies will be matching up with the uh, Cubs starting tomorrow, and the Astros will be in uh, St. Louis taking on the Cardinals. Jordan Montgomery starting tomorrow on Falmer Valdez for the Astros. Uh, their former NL Central rivals renewing the Old rivalry uh, there tomorrow. All right, so uh, let's uh, step away and uh, let's return to talking about uh, things that happened over uh, the weekend. We got some uh, college baseball to uh, look at as well as some uh, golf uh, this past weekend as well. Coming up next here on the uh, starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Justin Naders. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around, talk to your friends, You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank and Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. The Toyotas are here at Dan Heck Toyota in Effingham, and we invite you to our summer celebration sale going on now. SUVs like Highlander and RAV4, sedans like the best-selling Camry and the all-new Prius, and of course, tough and dependable Tundra and Tacoma trucks. We have them ready for you to drive home. Bring your trade-in, your title, or payment book, and let us save you more during our summer celebration sale. Only at Dan Heck Toyota, South Route 45 in Effingham, or danheck.com online. There are 80-year-olds and 18-year-olds who have already succeeded on Plan Z. Husbands and wives, mothers and daughters... 
Hi, this is Zola from PlanZDiet.com. The average Plan Z by Zola client loses 31 pounds in less than 50 days. Not a measly one or two pounds a week. My dieters are anxious to wake up each morning, step on the scale, and see results. You eat real food on Plan Z, too. Nothing prepackaged. We teach you how to do the diet at your favorite restaurants, too. It's easy. Why should you believe Plan Z will work for you when nothing else has? I got connected to some new information, and I designed a diet that works. Now, let's say this time you actually lose the weight. Then you go to work, you go to church, people compliment you, and they ask you how you did it. Your secret is you took a chance and checked out the website of a diet you heard about on the radio, and it worked. I really want to help you, but you have to make the next move. Go to PlanZDiet.com. Real people lose real weight real fast. PlanZDiet.com. Cromwell Media FEM is currently dealing with a low power issue due to our tower being hit by lightning. This is affecting WCRC at the moment. You can listen to your favorite Cromwell Media stations at FEMradio.com by downloading the free FEM Radio app or your smart speaker. Again, this is something we are aware of and are working as fast as we can to get it corrected. We apologize for any inconvenience and truly appreciate you being a loyal listener of Cromwell Media Effingham. Thank you. Those are sports sounds. And people love sports so much, it makes them pay attention when I say, drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. And we all know how sports fans feel about big saves. What a save! See what I did there? Save is also a sports word. So save big when you switch to Progressive. Ooh, that's a golf clap. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. The Hoop Collective Podcast. I'm at our ESPN LA studios. You may remember that Bev did a couple of days of work for ESPN last year. Oh, I remember. I was on with him. He left a gorgeous Dolce & Gabbana suit here that is just spectacular. You should wear it on TV today, Brian. I do not believe it will fit me, only because the arms are too long. (laughs) You're across the street. Come over and get it. It's got to be at least a $7,000 suit. The Hoop Collective Podcast. Listen on the ESPN app or wherever you listen to podcasts. And now... But mm-hmm. that is when ESPN News should be utilized. Yeah. Not cornhole. The starting lineup. It's pretty it's pretty awesome. Sorry, bags. Yeah, which is it? Is it bags or cornhole? Playing. I think yeah, I, I always go bags. I always say that. On ninety eight nine the game. Eric Fry, Sports Center update. St. Louis City SC snapped a four-game winless streak with a 2-1 win over the San Jose Earthquakes at PayPal Park on Saturday. City Western Conference with 10 wins, two draws, and seven losses. They host Colorado on Saturday night. Those are trying to swing it forward. The Athletic is reporting that St. Louis has been in talks with Philadelphia in a deal that would send Kevin Hayes to the Blues. Now, the trade has hit a snag, though, as Tory Krug of the Blues has refused to waive his no trade clause. So that one is at this moment halted. We'll see if it does get done before the NHL draft and free agency coming up. Chicago Fire FC are on a two-match winning streak following a 1-0 road victory over Sporting KC at Children's Mercy Park on Saturday. The Fire 12th place in the Eastern Conference. Five wins, eight draws, and six losses for 23 points. They visit Orlando City this Saturday. Chicago Sky were able to keep pace with the Connecticut Sun during a 96-72 loss at Mohegan Sun Arena. Chicago led by after by one after the first quarter, but the Sky were outscored 28-15 in the second quarter. They had managed just nine points in the fourth quarter. The 5-9 Sky hosts the Sparks on Wednesday morning. 
The Fever will be looking to bounce back from their recent loss when they visit the Aces tonight. Indiana's dropped two of its last three games after falling 101-88 to the Aces over the weekend. The Fever are fifth in the Eastern Conference. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports and our Reads uh, today. And, uh, hey, Eric mentioned about that uh, St. Louis Blues trade, and we mentioned about Adam Wainwright deactivating his Twitter. Well, this also happens in social media as well. Apparently, uh, Krug didn't like being involved in those uh, trade Mm -hmm. talks. Mm -hmm. And not only he didn't waive his no-trade clause, but he scrubbed St. Louis from all of his social media accounts. What does that mean? That means he really is mad at the team for being involved in trade talks when he has a no but trade. Then, but then why didn't you just go ahead and accept the trade then? Because Philly is rebuilding, and no player who's decent wants to go to a rebuilding team. Then why do you want to stay on the Blues? <laughs> I mean, I guess they'll have to try to find another suitor, I guess, but that just doesn't make any sense. It'll... it'll it's kind of like a, a Travis, um, and I'll talk more about it in the, the pod, uh, talking about Dame Lillard mm. and kind of what his future holds. We'll talk more about that in the pod and how I feel. It's kind of the same way. Again, I don't know all the ins and outs of this Krug situation with the Blues, but I think Dame kind of is in the, the same thing, and I'll tell you more about that coming up in the pod. Mm. So stick around uh, for uh, the uh, pod for uh, that as well as uh, some uh, Cardinal Comments, uh, mm-hmm. more talking about uh, that and uh, some uh, NASCAR uh, as well coming up in the uh, pod as well. But uh, let's kind of stick with uh, some uh, baseball uh, theme here as the uh, College World uh, Series were in the uh, finals as we had uh, two games happen on uh, Saturday and uh, Sunday. And uh, Saturday's game went about as a normal, typical baseball game as mm-hmm. it was LSU getting uh, the uh, win in extra innings, a uh, 4-2-3 to take the uh, 1-0 series lead in the uh, best of three. And, well, Sunday didn't work out too well for the Tigers as yep. uh, Florida beat up on them just like uh, Los Angeles beat up on the Rockies on Saturday. The Florida saw that, and they wanted to put on a show of their own as well 24 runs, 24 mm. runs scored by the uh, Florida Gators as they won 24 to four over the Tigers yesterday. And you have to feel like if you are LSU, Travis, like, do you feel like this is over? Because you put up four runs both games. Yeah. One, you barely squeaked out with a run, one, one run win. The other one, you lost by 20. Yeah. I don't know how you come back because, like I said, you put up four runs both games. Right. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. So, I don't know. I know I know. for entertainment purposes, LSU is favored. Mm. But, yeah, it was uh, one in the second. Actually, after two innings, Florida was down three to one, Travis. And then they had a six-run third, got another in the fourth, a five-run sixth, two runs in the seventh. Four runs in the eighth and five more runs in the ninth. Yeah, I was going to say it, it wasn't like a huge crooked no. number like the Angels put no. up 13, but yeah, they just had it throughout LSU the entire game. LSU did get game. one run in the bottom of the ninth for moral purposes. But LSU, I guess so, and it cut the uh, deficit to 20. LSU did have in that game, Travis, five errors. 
Ooh. You're not going to win a lot of games when you have five errors. Yeah, no. Uh, the Gators, they select six home runs yep. and uh, record-tying 23 hits, and their 24 runs was the most scored in a single game in a College World Series history. Uh, there, the uh, previous record, the uh, 21 was also, or the 20 run win was the most lopsided in the World Series as well. As Notre Dame defeated Northern Colorado 23-2 to all the way back in 1957. Wow. According to um, some stats and info from ESPN. Thanks, uh, stats and info. Uh, there, so uh, Florida setting a uh, record. Uh, there yesterday, and uh, Game 3 will be uh, tonight there for all the marbles as it's a win, and you win the national championship. LSU minus 145. Yeah. Over under is 9, Travis. Who uh, uh, I'd probably hopefully take the over. Man, if Florida loses like 3-2 to or 2-1, to are you not going, guys? Could we have saved some of those? I would say maybe we could have saved could some we have back. Saved a couple of them. Yeah, we probably and should then have did that. At the end of the game on Saturday, you're probably going. If we would have had a couple of more of these runs on Friday, this year would be over. We'd be mm-hmm. done. We'd be heading home to Florida. Yep, but it's a winner take all tonight, and uh, it's at six o'clock uh, there this evening. And LSU, they're looking for their first national championship since 2009, and seventh overall. And uh, Florida's won it more recently than that. They haven't won the championship since 2017 uh, there. And we'll see who it is coming up tonight. Who you got, Travis? At uh, 6 o'clock. Uh, I think Florida. They got the momentum. So I, I'd agree. I, I would agree. I think it's the Gators to lose tonight. And they're the number two team in the country. Number two seed coming in. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I think that they might have it, and we'll see what uh, happens tonight, and we'll be back to tell you about it uh, tomorrow. And uh, quickly, before we uh, are up against it here, but I uh, wanted to uh, mention the uh, Travelers Championship there with the uh, PJ Tour coming off uh, the U.S. Open Travelers Championship. Keegan Bradley took home the uh, championship uh, there had an astonishing 23 under uh, there. And that was a, uh, for the whole entire uh, tournament, was a uh, record uh, there mm. uh, for the uh, Travelers. Shot 62 opening round, 63 on uh, sa- or on Friday, 64 on a Saturday, and uh, would finish 23 under par, 257 total. Uh, there for uh, the uh, weekend. He only made uh, one bogey for the week until yesterday uh, when he uh, dropped three shots in his final six holes. Uh, there he was kind of running away with it. I was looking in on some of this on a Sunday, but uh, kind of got a little tight uh, there for him, but this is only the uh, second victory uh, for him this season. He won the uh, Zozo Championship in uh, Japan in October, and uh, second victory uh, for him is the uh, Travelers, and uh, he was uh, growing up, I think that he, he said that he came to this tournament, mm-hmm. uh, the Travelers, and uh, so uh, he's a New England kid, and this was in Connecticut, but 
uh, Keegan Bradley winning the uh, Travelers uh, yesterday as well with a minus 23. A lot of low numbers uh, this week there, last week for the Travelers. So Keegan Bradley getting it done. Yes. Uh, where are we at uh, next? Uh, upcoming on the uh, golf schedule is the match. Well, actually, before we get there, uh, that's going to be this weekend, as well as the Rocket Mortgage Classic in Detroit will be So one where the actual on. golfers are going to be at, and then one where people... Uh, I don't really know a lot about the match this year. It's Steph and uh, Steph and Clay versus Mahomes and Kelsey. You're right. Yep. You know more about it than I do. Yep. So it's uh, going to be So two people who've done it before Thursday. and two people who've never seen golf. It's going to be Thursday. Yeah, the 29th. 6.30. Remember when the In first, Vegas. Remember when the first one was the day after Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. That was a perfect spot for it. It was Tiger and Phil and Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, this is what it is. It's <sighs> the Splash Brothers against the uh the Chiefs brothers, I guess you'd say. Yeah. Mahomes, Kelsey. And we have seen at least I know Steph's been in the pro am that a lot of people have mm-hmm. uh, been in I and been I in think Mahomes has been too. Yeah, we have seen him in the match before. As well, Kelsey may have been there at the program. Yeah. As well, so it's not like they're. This is the first time that they're throwing golf clubs in their hands, but um, that's what it is. Teammates: Mahomes, Kelsey, Thompson, Curry. The match, as well as the Rocket Mortgage, uh, coming up this weekend, as well. All right, uh, so uh, we're up against it, and we need to close it out with the uh, top uh, three. Top three moments from the uh, sports weekend coming at you to close out the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. This is Deputy Chief Kurt Davis of the Effingham Police Department with another safety tip for online use for your family. While online, a child might provide information or arrange an encounter that could risk his or her safety or the safety of other family members. In a few cases, pedophiles have used online services and bulletin boards to gain a child's confidence and then arrange a face-to-face meeting. Parents, be sure to stay in touch with your children's online activities, and if you detect any threats to your child's safety, notify your local police department. If you're hiring, it can feel like you're trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. In fact, ZipRecruiter has helped a lot of business owners find their needle in a haystack. Like Marco, president of operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. Because Telly Tires has grown a lot in the last few years, Marco needed to hire everyone from a receptionist to a store manager to a head mechanic. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. ZipRecruiter helps me keep my business running. Take it from Marco and millions of other businesses who've used ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter can help you find the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com free. That's ZipRecruiter.com F-R-E-E. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. 
Are you looking to upgrade your skills or perhaps a new hands-on career? Do you want to be able to go to school and work too? Well, introducing the Lakeland College Tech Two-Day Program with classes that have you on campus only two days a week. You can gain valuable skills in automotive tech, electronics, robotics, civil engineering, and more. With consistent two-day-a-week courses, you can create a dependable work schedule and get ahead in your career. Register today for the Tech Two-Day Program and take your future to the next level. Learn more at lakelandcollege.edu slash tech2day. Bundling and saving with GEICO is an easy choice, so you're free to ponder life's big questions, like, what's the best animal in the world if not humans? I'd strongly consider ducks to be somewhere up there on the list. Think about it. Ducks can swim, ducks can fly, and ducks can walk on land. They have access to all terrains. They are the ultimate animal. And they wiggle their butts when they walk, which is funny. Yeah, ducks are awesome. End of story. Bundling and saving with GEICO. It's an easy choice. Now. Now your ideas don't have to wait. Now they have everything they need to come to life. Dell Technologies and Intel are creating technology that loves ideas. Loves expanding your business, evolving your passions. We push what technology can do. So great ideas can happen right now. Find out how to bring your ideas to life at Dell.com. Welcome to now. And now, Travis Sparks with the Aurora Sports Center update. And I'm kind of doing this on the fly because Eric's script is not pulling up. But Eastern Illinois shortstop Trey Sweeney was named in the Ohio Valley Conference Baseball Player of the Year. The starting lineup. Holy cow, what a terrible sports hurry that was. I don't blame you. I blame me. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. Only here on 98.9, we're just a uh, smidge bit longer. Still got more stuff to uh, say in the uh, podcast, so check it out with uh, some more uh, Cardinals uh, talk. And also got some NASCAR to uh, recap as well. So uh, stick around uh, for uh, that in the uh, pod. But right now we're going to close uh, things out with what we always do. And that's the uh, top three uh, top three moments from the uh, sports weekend. Uh, so let's hit it. And now it's time for the top three. Top three uh, from the uh, sports weekend in no particular order. Well, I'm going to start off with uh, my uh, number three, and it happened on a Friday, and that was Happy Gilmore. No, not the movie. Yes. Do you have this as well? No, I saw it. It was it was in the nomination. I'm glad you brought it up. Happy Gilmore is uh, committed to Ball State. Yes, it's an actual fellow there, as uh, the kid's name is Happy Gilmore, and he committed to a ball state. And Adam Sandler saw this, and he congratulated Happy. He said, go get him, Happy. Pulling for you. And there you go, Happy Gilmore Just going to ball state. Happy is his nickname, but he started uh, using it at the age of nine. So it's basically what he's used most of his life, but 
It well, that's is, disappointing. I, I did that his some name looking. Happy, it is his nickname. But still, I'm disappointed. Everyone calls him Happy. I think he has Happy on his. They actually used Happy on his committed. Thing. They did. That's so, why I did. Yes. So I again, I'm not. It accomplished be, I, it. It got uh, Adam Sandler, and also uh, that guy, Shooter McGavin. Yes. Yes. Uh, shout him out. Uh, my number one, Travis, was uh, we already talked about it, the Angels record night. I mean, that is typical Angels. They'll they'll put up a number like that and then they'll still lose the series. Mm-hmm. Yep, typical. Typical Angels. Angels I mean, fashion. It's just what it is. That's why Mike Trout will never play in a World Series. <laughs> Maybe this year he's got a shot. Nah, Rangers are too good. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, my uh, number two uh, moment from the uh, sports weekend ha- also happened on Friday as well. And it was the epic game between the Reds and the uh, Braves. It was uh, lit there in uh, Cincinnati as they were wearing those uh, City Connect uniforms. We just got done talking about the Pirates uh, on Friday as well. And it was a uh, great game. It was a back and forth. Two teams had win streaks on the line. And the Reds ended up winning 11 to 10. And I didn't even get to what else happened in the game. Ellie De La Cruz, his great rookie season continues. He hit for the cycle there on Friday night as well. So uh, what a game there in June between the Reds and Braves. My number two, Travis, is the uh, – it took place in the NASCAR race on Sunday. Ryan Blaney hit the inside wall hard. The one place where there wasn't a safer barrier at the uh, Nashville track. He hit it head on, hit it hard, flush. He's okay. But, again, it's another thing of all these tracks where there is a wall needs to have a safer barrier. Everyone. The only one in the place without yep. a safety barrier. Yep. And he found it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, my number one moment from the uh, sports weekend was uh, yesterday. And uh, that was uh, AEW uh, for Bindor. And it was uh, Kenny Omega versus uh, Will Ospreay in their second match. Uh, Will Ospreay getting the win. But uh, it was the best thing I saw. This weekend. My best thing, Travis, is that there will not be an even Baker's dozen. Jordan Lyles gets the win. Yes, he may only hey. be one in 11 on the season, but on Saturday, he went six innings, eight hits, four runs, struck out two, and he got the win. He's now one in 11 on the Yeah, year. one in 11. How about that? Go Royals, as I did have a little entertainment on that game, sprinkled some on uh, Saturday, so I uh, took it with the uh, Royals money line. And they got it done. And so happy for Jordan Lyles there getting win number one. And also happy for me personally as well with the uh, entertainment that I had on the Royals money line. So <laughs> that will do it here for us on the uh, Terrestrial Show. And uh, check us out in the uh, podcast. We got some NASCAR to uh, recap as well as some uh, Mr. Mozalak. Uh, comments as well coming up in the pod. But coming up next here on ESPN Radio is a Bart and not Barton Hahn. It is Fitz and Harry. Enjoy. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game.
Welcome back in to the starting lineup. Welcome into overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, still here with you. Coming up, we uh, stuff still got stuff to uh, recap uh, from over the uh, weekend. Got some NASCAR to uh, take a look at. Also got some uh, comments from John Rosalak that happened on a Friday, right before the uh, London series has started, about the future of the Cardinals. So we'll take a look at that as well, and we'll see whatever else we can get to as well. So yep. Uh, is there anything on Sports Center that you wanted to uh, hit on? Yeah, the Suns are planning to keep their starting center around for next season. NBA insider Chris Haynes reports that Phoenix is moving forward with the plan of keeping DeAndre Ayton to play alongside Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and Bradley Beal. 24-year-old big man averaged 18 points and 10 rebounds in six, seven games last season. Ayton was signed to a four-year, $133 million extension last summer after Phoenix matched an offer sheet that Ayton received from the Indiana Pacers. Mm. So there is that. Uh, the White Sox are going to be down two pitchers through at least the all-star break, as their manager said on Sunday, that he doesn't expect starting pitcher Mike Clevenger or closer Liam Hendricks to return before the all-star break. So there is that. The Hurricanes are keeping their captain in town. Carolina signed Jordan Stahl to a four-year deal worth $11.6 million to keep its on-ice leader in Raleigh. Stahl joined Carolina prior to the 2012-2013 season with same team captain in 2019. That's a good move by them. Mm -hmm. West Virginia is naming an interim head coach for its men's basketball team. The school announced on Saturday that Josh Ellert will take over the lead role following Bob Huggins' resignation last week. Ellert served as an assistant under Huggins last season and has been with the Mountaineers since 2007. Flight director Wen Baker said the school will conduct a national search for a permanent head coach at the end of next season. Huggins resigned from his position following a DUI arrest in Pittsburgh last weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, Alyssa Thomas is already setting records early into the NBA season. The Connecticut Sun forward set a league record with her fourth triple-double of the season on Sunday. She had 14 points, 11 rebounds, 12 assists, and the Suns win over the Chicago Sky. The 31-year-old had also posted a triple-double in last Tuesday's win over the Seattle Storm. That was the shortest time between triple-doubles by one player in WNBA history. Hmm. Triple doubles. Yes, all over. Yeah. Uh, New York Yankee star Aaron Judge has a torn ligament in his right big toe. Judge has been on the injured list since June 6th. There is no timetable remaining for him to return to the lineup. The reigning American League MVP still leads the team in home runs and RBIs, but Travis, that is a huge loss for the Yankees if he's going to be out for a long yeah. time. Yep, definitely. Just sign him to that big contract, too. We talked about it. Mm -hmm. And here he is getting Here he injured. is getting injured. And finally, the Colorado Avalanche are adding a top six forward. Uh, Ryan Johansson was traded from the Nashville Predators to the Avs for Alex Glekinik over the weekend. The Preds are also retaining half of Johansson's salary in the deal. The 30-year-old had 12 goals and 28 points in 55 games for Nashville last season. So there's that. Is that a big deal? Sure. Why not? Yeah. Okay. I I don't know. You're nah, my hockey guy, nah, Travis. I, I ask I mean, you about hockey things. I'm going to say no. Okay. So I'll look like the dummy if it is. Okay. So, hey, my, uh, my internet started working again. Uh, before we get to uh, some uh, NASCAR, is there something else that you wanted to uh, clean up from the, uh, the show? I was thinking that you wanted to mention something about 
baseball or something um, that I didn't write down. I wanted to talk about, well, you wanted to talk about the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about Dane. Uh, Dane, that's what it was. Yes. Okay. You want me to go with, yeah, with Dane? Yeah, let's go with Dane. Well, I just, I, I saw over the weekend some teams trying to figure out, you know, um, Dame and, you know, what trade he has, what value he has, where he could go and all this. And, you know, the the team everyone keeps saying is the Heat. Mm-hmm. Um, another one people have is the Nets. I've heard the Nets, too. But yeah. the thing that, you know, Dame is, does not want to be on a, on a rebuilding team. He wants to be on a contending team. Mm-hmm. And one thing Dame has said is he has to be traded. What is going to be left when he gets to wherever he's getting? Meaning, whatever they're going to have to get up to get him from the Blazers, is there still going to be a competitive team there for him to compete with? Yeah, I mean... That's why I think the Heat make the most sense. You can always throw a ton of draft picks and a ton of um, some smaller pieces, but I, I don't think that would be that much well, for I think example, there would the still Nets. be a team the Nets yeah what do they have they have a lot of draft capital but that's mm-hmm. not going to help your money you got to get the money right yeah no and they don't really have a lot of young players that Portland would probably be interested in that Dame himself wouldn't also like to play with on a competitive Nets team right yeah whereas the Heat you got Tyler Hero you got you know uh, Martin Oh, and, and you got a couple expiring contracts that maybe Portland would take on yeah. to make the money work. That's Bam. why I think if he goes anywhere, Travis, I think he's going to go to the Heat. But with that being said, Travis, I'm still not 100% convinced he goes anywhere. No? No. I mean, yeah, I think it's only one of two possibilities the the heat are staying right there in portland and maybe portland try to work some deals and work some magic of their own to try to get somebody there well and here's why travis uh uh germani grant is a free agent you re-sign him that team looks a lot better than what it was you have some of your own free agents do do the you know cam reddish um, is a free agent. You have some of these free agents that when you get them with the young talent that they picked up in the draft, like a Scoot Henderson, this team does not look awful. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's what Dame's wanting, though. And I think for everything he has done for this organization and how many times he's stuck around and the fact he has not come out and said, trade me. Right. I think you have to give him what he is wanting, whatever that is. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely give you everything that he that he could. That's for sure. And stuck around. Now, one team, Travis. Uh, one team that uh, a lot of people aren't talking about, Travis. It's the Chicago Bulls. It's the Chicago Bulls. Chicago Bulls. We know that the Bulls are needing a point guard, right? Yeah. Lonzo's not walking through that door anytime soon. No. If ever again. At the very least, this season possibly. Yeah. So, maybe not Maybe not Dame. Because you still have, unless you're willing to do a Zach Levine for Dame Lillard trade. Right. But if you want to keep your core, 
and you just want to try and find someone at kind of a low salary price who can come in and fill that role that could make the offense sing like it was with Lonzo running it, Travis. Mm-hmm. There's the perfect guy out there. Who's that? It's the guy who had his option declined this weekend. Derek Rose. Bring <laughs> D. Rose back to Chicago. Let him run this offense, Travis. They can be an NBA final contender. Oh, boy. It, it's the it's the story. Have him mentor Io, like the two of them. Like, Travis, it <laughs> is it, if it happens, I want it to happen so badly, and I want them to make the NBA finals, it will be a 30 for 30. <laughs> it will be a 30 for 30. Uh, I don't know about NBA finals. He can run that offense better than Lonzo. I mean, if Derrick Rose can even stay out there. Bring him back to Chicago, Travis. Hmm. Bring him back home. That would be a nice uh, storybook ending. Yes. With a competitive Chicago team, and what we've already talked about is a weaker East. Mm-hmm. A team that needs a, desperately needs a playmaking point guard to run the rest of their team. Mm-hmm. But also, they have backups to where he's not going to be on every day. Where he's not going to be relied on every day to go out there and do it. You have Io, you have Gordon Dragic, you have um, Caruso, you have some guys back there. Travis, I love this idea. Hmm. If not just for the tie it all up in a bow. Like, this is the perfect way to end Derrick Rose's career. The Chicago kids goes back to Chicago, where he without a doubt had his greatest success before injury. Yeah. Mentors the young kid from Chicago in Io. Hmm. Uh, Derek Rose has only played 53 games over the past two seasons combined. I know. A 34-year-old. I, I know all Derrick this. Derrick Rose. I mean, yeah, there's just been a lot of questions for the uh, Bulls this offseason with uh, three players under contract that's making at least $20 million. Uh, Vucevic and also uh, Colby White and Alonzo Ball as well. Uh, we know the Alonzo Ball uh, situation, but uh, Colby White out there as well. And um, some people said that no one has come close to making a major trade offer uh, for uh, Zach Levine. So uh, that would be a nice story uh, there uh, for sure. Are you on with me? Can we make this happen? I mean, why not? Let's do it. I want it to happen, but I just don't want to get your expectations too high. I, I want this to happen, Travis. <laughs> he can, like I said, he is better Lonzo. Now, even before, obviously before the injury, he was amazing. Yeah. But you just need a facilitator. You need someone to facilitate and play D. And if he can stay healthy, he can do that. Yeah, I mean. Because you got DeRozan, who's a playmaker. You got Levine, who's a playmaker. You got Vucevic, who's coming back. Mm-hmm. Patrick Williams Maybe. is growing as a player. Yeah. It would be definitely a nice story. Nice story. It would be the feel-good story of the NBA, Travis. Yeah, definitely a feel-good story around here. Let's 
get it to happen. I am starting the petition. Let's start <laughs> signing it. Let's get Derrick Rose get back to Chicago. Come back home. Come back home. Mentor <laughs> Io. Like, let's do this. Yeah. There's no better mentor Io could have than Derrick Rose. Make it happen. Play styles, they're very similar. They grew up in Chicago, both of them. You know, mm-hmm. it, it it just works. I, I see you have a list of fits for Derrick Rose. I don't want you to scroll through the rest of them. No, the rest of the teams are irrelevant, Travis. All that matters is Chicago. You're throwing out there the Milwaukee Bucks, no. the Cleveland no. Cavaliers. Those are two of the other options. No. Nope. On air. So. The only one that matters is the Chicago Bulls. The Bulls were on here on this list here. So that's where he's going. Nothing else matters. He's going to Chicago, and it's going to be a great day. Mm, great day. A great day in Chicago. Uh, we'll see. No, it's happening. <laughs> we'll see. Quit saying you'll see. You're going to see, Travis, when it happens. I hope so. It's going to happen. I hope so. For your sake and Bolts fans' sake, I hope so. We deserve to have nice things, too. <laughs> we deserve nice things, too. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yep. So. That's all I got. All right. That's all you got there. All right. So. Uh, let's take a look at uh, the uh, Cardinals and what I wanted to uh, get to. Uh, Mr. Uh, our fearless leader, John Mozalek, there with the uh, little interviews that he does uh, every week with the uh, St. Louis Post-Dispatch as well as uh, some other uh, news outlets as well. Um, some comments uh, that he made. Uh, some changes are coming uh, for St. Louis, obviously, but not a, a complete a rebuild. Uh, he said, I would hope the Cardinals are uh, not allowed to uh, rebuild the total reporters. Uh, in reference to the uh, pressure St. Louis fans put on the team to remain uh, contenders, this is the, the only scenario that Mosaic seems to have ruled out in regards of the trade deadline since... As we sit here on the 23rd of June, which was Friday, we still don't know exactly which path we'll walk from a front office standpoint. We have to stop or start preparing uh, there, as well as in the uh, St. Louis Post-Dispatch with Derek Gold. He also uh, mentioned, he said, we're not looking to blow this team up. So that was the head of the London series. Uh, but we are looking at ways to improve the team. So he said it right there in print. We're not looking to blow this up. Travis, so are you happy with that? Well, I mean, y- yes. I- I'm, I'm, it definitely sounds like we're not going to be moving Goldschmidt or uh, Arenado, and that's great news from my perspective but uh again we talked about it before the london series started it was just a holding pattern and so we're basically just gonna do nothing little to nothing yeah and as i've talked about on this show and i know travis you don't want to hear it but it's the it's the honest truth what valuable assets do you have besides goldschmidt and arenado jordan montgomery 
not. But the way he's pitched this year. Jordan Hicks. Nah, maybe. I'll give you a maybe on that one. <laughs> I'll give you a maybe on that one. Well, now he left the start on Sunday with yep. a scratch, but Jack yep. Flaherty was yep. a good one. You know, now he's got injury concerns. Yeah. I know Cardinal fans don't want to hear this, and they think it's because I'm a Cub fan I'm saying this, and it's not. It really isn't. It's just looking at the numbers. Who do you have that is valuable that you're willing to give up? Because we know, we heard about over the offseason about the trade that was in place to get the A's catcher who ended up going to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And the Cardinals did not want to part with a select amount of players, including in them, I think, was Tyler O'Neill. Included in that, I believe, was Matthew Libator. That's just off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember you, the logistics you weren't the willing to You weren't willing to give up those players. Okay? So I'm going to assume you're still not willing to give up those players. So what do you have? <clears throat> well, Tyler O'Neill's on the yes. uh, long-term Who knows when DLs he's coming back. or ILs, so that's not going to happen. Um, otherwise... Maybe, but it's not going to realistically happen. Uh, Carlson. Uh, Here we go. I dealing. found it, Travis. I found it. I found it. Um, so here's what the A's wanted. Um, the A's wanted Newt Bar, Donovan, and uh, Grif- Grassi- Grass- Grassifo? Gordon Grassifo, who's the number 79 prospect in all of baseball. Mm-hmm. And the Cardinals said, nope, not going to happen. Too high of an asking price. Mm. So instead he went out and signed Wills Contreras and then benched him and then brought him back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think at the uh, end of the day, that was the, the right move. So we still got a catcher i know what we've been through mm-hmm. uh with that catcher but we didn't have to give up any of those pieces so i think that it worked out it worked out fine here's here's uh, the other thing the, the final package as proposed by the cardinals was basically for the a's to choose two players from the list of of these players carlson gorman burleson and yepes mm-hmm. and the a's said no no, that's fine. So again, if that's all you're willing to give up, yeah, what do you have of value for any other contending team? Hmm. Uh, Mats. Is that value to anyone? Maybe. He's a lefty. People can always use lefties. Wait, right? No, you're not getting rid of him. You let him come back. You let him dictate if he was coming back or not. And once you allowed it, he has to stay through the year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know what else you want, but uh, for me, Goldschmidt, Arenado, uh, Jordan Walker, Gorman, non-starters. But again. You have so many outfielders, Travis. You have to, That's the only thing of value anyone wants because you have a plethora of them. Not to mention all those players you just said. We talked about O'Neal, how he's injured. 
Mm-hmm. Eventually, he's going to come back. Yepes, Moises Gomez, who is... Yeah, I'm fine with Yepes. We, we can trade him. I'm okay with that. But are the Cardinals? I know you are. They should be. Are the Cardinals? And again, what are you getting back? Because right now, as Mosellock said, they don't know their path. Yeah, we still Are we retooling know. for this year? Are we retooling for next year? Are we retooling for three years? What are we doing? What are we doing? Mm-hmm. Because you can't start thinking trades until you know what are we doing? What's the goal in these trades? Or are we just getting rid of players to get rid of players? Yeah. I think that's one thing to look at and evaluate. Because until they they know what their plan is, and I, I saw another article that basically said that there's four paths that the Cardinals have. Mm-hmm. Until you get that narrowed down to one, don't you even be thinking of doing anything. Because right. you don't know what your direction is. Yeah. That's like if I walked out of the studio and said, Travis, I'm going to walk. I don't know where I'm walking, but I'm just going to go walk. And then once I walk for a half hour, I turn around and go, I have no clue where I am. Well, yeah, because you didn't set out a path before you started walking. You think you're going to go home now? It's like Forrest Gump. I mean, I, I would. Yes. But I wouldn't know how to get there because I wouldn't know where I was. <laughs> that The Cardinals are like, we just dumped them off in the forest, put a blindfold on and said, okay, find your way back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they don't have a path. going to wing it. Yeah. They don't have a path. Mm-hmm. Find a path. Figure out what you're wanting to do. And maybe they're doing this behind the scenes. But it'd be nice, again, for Cardinal Nation to know what our path is. What are our expectations? Because right. obviously where we're at now is not where we want to be. Well, we were, we were told as a fan base a long time ago to be patient. And, yep. Well, we've sat here. And nothing's we're changed. Patient. Nothing's really changed, but changes will be coming, is what he said. So when? And is it too late uh, for the before year? Before the deadline. Is is that too late for the year? I mean, yeah, you're you're sitting you're almost in July. Right now. You're sitting in last place. You're last in place. The you're the third Central. worst team in the NL. Yeah. So why not just come out and say? We're looking at rebuilding the team for the future. Even if you don't want to do rebuild, that's fine. Because I get rebuild has bad connotations. But if you want to come out and say, we are getting prepared for the next step of the Cardinals. Or we are getting prepared to retool our team for the future. Mm -hmm. Or we are looking at the future and how we can compete. Yeah. All those things are better than just coming out and saying, no, we're just going to wait and see what happens. (laughs) We're just going to stay the course and see what happens. Yeah. Flip a coin, we'll make a trade. uh, They constantly say that they believe with the players within the organization. But it's not working. I know. I know. I know. know. Travis, you're making me stand up for the Cardinal fans. I I hate this. I But my my cup fan inside of me is, is just burning saying, ha, ha. But this is what we deal with. Saying I dealt with this for the past three years. Mm-hmm. So that makes me kind of an expert at this. Right. And, I mean, you brought it up during the show about this was a scenario that the Cardinals aren't used to. It's not. So they don't know. They've never. What do you do in a situation that you've never been through before, really? 
I agree with you. And so. that, that's part of this. But again, you're getting paid to be a general manager of a baseball team. Mm-hmm. You should probably figure this out. Yeah. Maybe make a few phone calls. Figure some things out. Mm-hmm. Maybe he has. Because sitting and waiting. And you can... I understand wanting to say we believe in the players we have in the clubhouse. Because you don't want to go lobbing grenades in there. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to throw players under the bus and saying, well, the guys we have here just aren't working right now. No, because then, they they'll, did that. then they'll quit. Well, exactly. Well, they did that with Wilson. Yeah. And luckily for them, it turned out okay, and he didn't quit on the team. Yeah. But, like I said, the effort on Sunday, what I saw at the beginning of that game with the Gorman play, he got raked over the coals by A-Rod. Mm-hmm. A-Rod destroyed him on commentary <laughs> during that game. Mm-hmm. So I was watching it on ESPN. Yeah. And it, he was right. He quit. He gave up on that play. Yeah. I, by not saying anything, you're saying something. Oh, yeah. Silence says a lot. There, There's a Justin Timberlake and Chris Stapleton song that says, when you say nothing at all. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes the greatest way to say something is to say nothing at all. Mosaic not saying anything and not saying what they're doing tells the players all they need to know. Yeah. That we're not here to compete this year. Or we're all on the deadline. Mm-hmm. It's one of the two. Yeah. I, again, I feel for Cardinal Nation in this. Because I went through it with my Cubs. But we knew we were going to be sellers. Mm-hmm. We hated it. But we knew, even when the team was performing well, that first year when they got rid of Bryant, Baez, and Rizzo. Yeah. That team was performing well. At the beginning of June, they were leading the division. They fell on their face by the end of June mm-hmm. and had a big losing streak, but that's because the rumors had already started. And ownership right. and the GM didn't come out and dispel those rumors. They just said, we'll wait and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning of the month, that's what Mose like said. So uh, we'll see. Like I said, he usually does weekly interviews with the Athletic or we'll the Post Dispatch or whatnot. We'll see uh, where we stand because that's what he said. Uh, at the end of June, we would know uh, where we're at. So we'll see if anything changes uh, there from the comments that he makes to the media. Okay, last thing, and then we can move on because I know we've already spent a lot of time on this, but. I want to get your opinion as a Cardinal fan, Travis. Yeah. If he came out and said, we are looking to shape this roster for the future of the Cardinals. Mm -hmm. And left it like that. Would that be suffice to you to say, at least we are going to do something. And it's in a positive direction for the future. Maybe not immediately, but for the future. Yeah, I would say that's. Suffice. I, I I don't know exactly what that means for the future, but uh, at least we have a direction yeah. that we're going in. It, so it has a direction, and we it says, at least have a purpose. It it also says without saying it, this year is going to be what this year is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sorry, everyone has a bad year. Like mm-hmm. that's that's what Cardinal Nation wants Mozart to come out and say. Sorry, it's been an off year. Everyone has those once every 20 years. Yeah. Apologize. Let's get to work and fix it for next year. Yeah. 
Also, the Cardinals fans want the organization, the front office, to come out and say, whoops, our bad. We had a belief that we had six starting pitchers and that we had all this belief in Mm -hmm. this rotation to get it done. That was our bad for uh, our fault for not making enough moves or whatever. But again, you can't say that. You're lobbing grenades into the clubhouse. I know. I bet if you ask Cardinal front office right now, if they could pull the plug on this season, they would right now, <laughs> immediately, and start working on it. Just wipe the slate clean. I'm sure. And and go to work on next season. Oh yeah, I'm sure. But you can't <laughs> say that. No. And you can't really. say we believed in the players, but it didn't turn out right. Nope, can't say that either. Unless you're getting rid of everyone who you're talking about. Yeah. And again, I don't think everyone wants all those players that they're talking about. Maybe not. So, the Cardinals, like you said, Travis, are in a weird situation they haven't been in before. Mm-hmm. So. Yep, man. Seems like we still don't have uh, direction. Nope. So, we're just kind of floating out away from the docks. We're just kind of drifting out to yep. nowhere in particular. Yep. With no goal hoping. or no destination. You're hoping. Hoping that the winds will catch us and lead us to land. I mean, now, we're kind of like Christopher Columbus in a way, if you think about it. Again, Travis. we're looking for a new world, and <laughs> we're getting blown off off course. Again, and discovering something. I said during this weekend series, uh, series, the worst thing that could happen is a split. Mm-hmm. Well, we already had the split. Yep. Do you know what now is the worst thing that could happen, Travis? I think if you're the Cardinals, what you somehow go on a ten-game winning streak. Yeah. You win out till the All Star break. <laughs> Because of the mm-hmm. NL Central, that may make you close. Yeah, it should get us back up there. Then what do you do? Right. Then what do you do? Because it's it's because the division's so bad this year. Every team still feels like the Cardinals, I think, are starting to, especially the fan base, starting to feel that it's slipping away. But realistically, mm-hmm. eight games with as many games that are left is not that many. Especially, the what the Reds did is not going to happen the rest of this season. Mm-hmm. They're not going on another 12-game winning streak. It's not going to happen. Yeah, probably not going to happen. And none of the other NL Central teams are going to go on a win streak like that. No. This is a division where if you win three out of six, three out of seven, you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll uh, definitely be exploring the uh, standings uh, later yes. on uh, this week to see where we're at at the starting to get close to the end of the month. So, uh, and it is the closest that last place is to yes. uh, the division lead. That's, that's what I'm saying. If you go, even if it's not winning out to the All Star game, but if you go eight and two, six, seven and three, nine and one. Mm-hmm. then it doesn't make your job any easier. It only makes it harder. Because yeah. then at that point, what do you do? And I think if I remember correctly, are there winnable games for the Cardinals coming up? I mean, the Houston series, the Yankees series. Oh, so. Yeah, the Yankees without Aaron Judge. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, and then uh, we uh, close out the uh, All-Star break. Uh, to get to the All-Star break, we're at Miami and at the White Sox. Miami's playing good. White Sox are stumbling. Uh, with the injury bug. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. Maybe we could just steal someone from the White Sox and, you know, yeah, you bring sw- them over here. Sweep the White Sox. 
I mean, like take a picture. Oh. I just. Who are you thinking? I mean, I guess there was rumors of cease and everything. So. Mm. But again, it's got to be some sort of an upgrade. What are you giving up? I told you, I'll leave mats. The White Sox don't want mats. Maybe he's an upgrade somewhere. Again, anyone, because, again, the Cardinals are in last place. If they're wanting to be buyers, you're going to have to do a lot of convincing. Because no one on your major league roster, anyone is going to have a lot of interest in. Maybe we can be some used car salesmen and work our magic. And we're talking about Moselak, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. The guy who loves to stand pat at the trade deadline and trade for John Lester past his prime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. right. I just want to make sure we're talking about the same person. Same person. Okay. You got it. All right. So that's our guy. Well. That's Mo. Night. Here's the problem, I think, Travis, of your Cardinal Nation. And in these interviews, Travis, I don't sense someone who is making moves for his job. And at this point, I would like to sense someone making moves for his job. Right. I and would that like, could be a problem. That's probably a part of the problem. Yeah. Is that he knows he's fine. I would like to sense someone who is coming in every day going, I need to do the best I can or I'm going to get fired. Mm-hmm. And that is not Mosellac. No, definitely. He is as comfortable and as cool as a cucumber. He right. has no pressure on him. You can feel it in these interviews. Because I would say a normal GM would not be doing weekly interviews being in the position you're in. Yeah. Because you'd be too panicked because you'd have to say everything perfect because you're in last place. Mm-hmm. Nah, he's cool as a cucumber, man. I'll talk to you, sure. Got right. enough, nothing to hide. Got nothing to say. I'm good. Yeah, but sometimes, you know, when we, the Cardinals were going through it, there, especially at the beginning, I, I think that he would rather have been anywhere else than being asked questions or whatnot. So. Yeah, but that was at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're talking of the season. Uh, at the beginning of the season, well, yeah. when we had that bad first month. Yeah. But he still did it. He still did it, yeah. He still got himself out there. I always say, Travis, the best GMs are the ones you don't know their name. <laughs> Guess so. I don't want to yeah. know my GM's name. Whoever's pulling the strings. Mm-hmm. Because when a, the GM is out in front talking, it makes me think you're wanting to get the camera time a lot <laughs> more than you should. Yeah, you maybe. You want to see your name in the paper because you ain't out on that field. Yeah, maybe. I don't really know if that's the case here, but I see your point. All I'm saying, Travis, is, and again, I can only use the Cubs because it's the only point of reference I have. When the Cubs won the World Series, we weren't hearing about weekly interviews. Yeah, maybe you, he was doing them, but just didn't, didn't hear about it. I don't know. I don't think it's as uncommon as you think. But you hear yeah. Right. I I don't think it's as uncommon as you think. Yeah, I'm gonna Google this. No. You uh track it down, but uh I'm already uh we've already exalted the uh subject uh for today. That's all I really wanted to uh mention 
of uh, Mosaic for the day. So I'm I ready. know I've already I've already yeah I'm ready to move on. Just like I want to be done with all the questions. Nope, not until you tell me what your direction <laughs> is. <laughs> I told you, wait, uh, wait till Friday. Call me again on Friday. All right, I will. <laughs> and we'll revisit the uh, the scenario. All right, so the only thing we have left here is uh, NASCAR and a recap of NASCAR and recap of NASCAR Pick'em. I do have sports history, too. Oh, and we got this date? Yes, yes. All right, well, then let's get to it. All right, this date in sports history in 2015, Travis Prince Fielder hit his 300th career home run off of the Blue Jays' Mark Burley in Toronto, making him and his father the second father-son duo with 300 home runs in their careers behind the Bonses. Hmm. Um, let's see. 2014 on this day, Travis, the United States reached the knockout stage of consecutive World Cups for the first time. USA. Ah, USA. Yeah. Uh, 2005, Justin Gatlin won the 200 meters a day after winning the 100, becoming the first man in 20 years to sweep the sprints at the U.S. Dragon Field Championships. On this day in 2003, the Cleveland Cavaliers selected LeBron James with the first overall pick in the 2003 draft. Ah, and a king was born. It was. And finally, Travis, on this day back in 2001, Lloyd McLennan went on an epic tirade in which he stole first base. He was the uh, Pirates. He just walked. The Pirates manager where he picked it up and walked into the dugout with first base. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love it. I remember that. And that happened on this date. So mm. there you go. And, uh, also, I saw on Alina uh, uh, Twitter that they were shouting out uh, Darren Williams today on his birthday. Oh, happy birthday, so Happy Williams. birthday, Darren Williams. Does he have his jersey retired in Alina? Uh, I, I think it's up there. He should. I think if it's not, up there. I think it's up there in uh, up in uh, State Farm. Who who was more impactful for the line? D. Brown or Darren Williams? I think they both do. But I, I mean, Darren will probably get the the love because, because of the of NBA the success, the shot, and the yep. NBA success, right? But I think they both had a resounding impact. Uh, for sure, for sure. Again, so. you just wish it could have carried into multiple years. It, it's I'm not going to go on a line I tirade right now because yeah, I, no. I, I really could. But <laughs> it, it, we could. It, I, I really want to. <laughs> but I, I, I'm Travis, I'm getting flashbacks to those years. Flashbacks. With D. Brown and Darren Williams. And we were good for two years. And then they left. And then we had to completely restart the cycle. We were good with Io and with Kofi. And now we're restarting the cycle. Yeah, D.A. and Darren are both retired. Good. Good. Should be. I thought I remember their jerseys up there. Should be. So. Who's the next? Uh, I saw a poll on this. Maybe I'll wait till later on in the week. Yeah. Later on the week, we can, we'll bring uh, this up. We'll, I'll bring up something about your your uh, your Cardinals. Uh, okay. And maybe your Rams, too. We'll, we'll, we'll do all of the teams Travis likes. Maybe, uh, maybe I don't want to claim the Rams this season. Uh, maybe not. Still early, Travis. I have uh, my second favorite team might become my number one favorite team this season. Dub Bears. Exactly. Going all in on Justin Fields. Uh, so. Boomer bust. Yeah. 
That's why we're going. Boomer bust. Need to get Zeke. <sighs> no, I didn't say that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Still some better players out there, right? Cook. It's got to be someone better. Cook. Let him cook. Let him cook. Let him cook in Chicago. Yes. Cook up a deep dish. The only thing you didn't you didn't upgrade pools. Mm-hmm. You didn't upgrade the running back. Let's do it now. Or an Italian beef or something. Yeah. Oh man, now you got me hungry, Travis. I know. Thanks a lot. <laughs> You're All welcome. Right. Want to get to NASCAR? Speaking <laughs> of hungry. Yeah, NASCAR. And I say speaking in, of hungry because uh, who wants to eat some watermelon? As the watermelon man got the win. Yeah, they're in Nashville. And yep. Rossi. Nashville. Ross Chastain. When you're talking about hockey, is Smashville. What it does Ross Chastain do when he wins? Smashes a watermelon. So he smashed it in Smashville. Mm, there you go. There you go. How about uh, that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Ross started on the pole. It was the first career pole for track house racing. Uh, I forgot that track house's corporate headquarters is based in Nashville. So it's kind of a home race for them. Hmm. And uh, it's his first win in over a year. And what I was I was reading and 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 looking at some people's opinion of the race and stuff like that, um, but we've talked since Darlington. Whenever he had that brush in with Chase Elliott, and Hendrick Rick Hendrick came out and said he was going to talk with Chevy, and we heard about the infamous talk that Justin Haley or Justin Marks had with Ross, and everyone's kind of noted Ross hasn't been good since then. Mm-hmm. He's been driving just it, it feels like not quite like Ross Chastain we're used to seeing. In this race yesterday, Travis, he was aggressive when he needed to be. He was smart with he it. He was smart with it. But there was a point late in the race where Martin Truex Jr. was running him down, and he was behind some lap traffic, and he split the difference between the lap traffic, got around both of them, and left Martin behind him stuck in that lap traffic. That is when you can be aggressive and be smart about it. Hmm. So Ross Chastain gets the win. Uh, I mentioned that scary hit for uh, Ryan Blaney. That came on a restart where everyone just kind of stacked up. Um, Kyle Busch getting a top 10. Boy, Kyle Busch just has no luck at all, Travis. He had a flat tire. And then he got caught speeding on pit road, I think, for the 85th time this season. And he still came back and got a top 10. So um, this race... I've either seen people who really liked it, and I've seen people who really didn't like it. And the people who really didn't like it didn't like the fact that there were two cautions for non-stage breaks. Mm. Super, uh, but it was super competitive race? racing. Mm. It was side by side. It was battling. It was multiple lanes of racing traffic. Yeah, which is what you want. You don't want every race to have a restart where they're going seven wide into the turn. No, that's so if you want craziness, if you were upset that the Nashville race didn't give you the action you were looking for, just tune in to next weekend because next weekend we go to the street course. That's right. And no uh, one knows what's going to happen. We're racing in Chicago on the streets. <laughs> I, I, Travis, next weekend in Chicago on the streets, it's either going to be a crash fest where everyone's hitting everybody. Or it's going to be the cleanest, safest race ever, and there's going to be no passing, and everyone's going to stay away from each other. And it's mm-hmm. going to be, let's just get through this race, and it'll be the most boring thing ever. Right. Yeah, it's not a good attitude to have for a race. Let's but just get through this. I feel it's going to be this. one of the two. 
Right. Because I feel a majority of the drivers don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I have a feeling I get those vibes too that maybe this isn't their top choice in the race that they would be doing. No, because if you ask the drivers, Travis, a lot of them want to go up to Wisconsin to Road America, where we've been for 4th of July weekend the past two seasons, and the atmosphere was amazing, and it was sold out, and people were all for it, and they had red, white, and blue, and the crowds were energetic, and it was so awesome. That's where they want to be on an actual race course. Mm -hmm. Instead, we're in Chicago, which, never mind the the crime rates and everything like that in Chicago. I'm not even bringing that up, but that's got to be talked about you're going to a place that's not designed to have a race course Mm -hmm. in a city where most of the people don't want you to have this course because it's affecting their daily everyday life oh yeah where there's not a pit road there's nowhere for haulers to stay there's nowhere for traffic the spotters are standing on a bus exactly like (laughs) we saw where the spotters were gonna stand none of these things make for an atmosphere that i think a lot of drivers are going let's go to it (laughs) <laughs> right it'd be like if yeah. we if we went to daytona instead of racing on the speedway we said hey you know what 75th anniversary of daytona let's go race on the beach like they used to do Ooh. let's go do it on the beach out by the waves mm-hmm. where there's no walls let's do it let's do it <laughs> and the drivers would go you're out of your mind we're not mm. doing that it's the same thing with this and the problem is you have to put on a good show because the city's already looking for ways to not have this work the city is looking for any excuse to cancel this and get out of this contract. Yeah. We've talked about that since the beginning. Mm-hmm. So you mix that in with drivers going, I really don't want to be here, and this is not going to be a lot of fun. And it doesn't make for a good time. Yeah, probably not. I think there is maybe five drivers who I can name who are looking forward to this. And the only reason I say those five drivers are looking forward to it is because they think they can win. And they need a win to get in the playoffs. Yeah. So, of course, they're looking forward to it because they want carnage. They want craziness. Mm-hmm. Right. And one of them I will be picking next week. But this Ooh. week's pick them. We'll have to wait and see. Travis went with Chase Elliott. I went with William Byron. Chase Elliott finished fourth. William Byron finished sixth. That means, Travis, you got the dub. Chase Elliott <coughs> pulling it through, through for, for me. you. Yep, yep, yep. So that now makes you just three behind me. I'm starting to make a comeback. 13 to 10. Oh, starting to make a comeback, Travis. At one point, <laughs> let's see here. It was. It was 13 to 4 at one point. 13 to 4. Mm-hmm. Wow. No, third. Check that. It was uh, 9. It was 9 to 1. Nine to one, and then it was nine to two, and then you got that win from Martin Truex Jr. that gave you five points. Yeah, that was that, that was, was the big. difference maker. You take that out, and right now it's thirteen to five. Hmm. Yeah, that win or thirteen six. That win is what gave you life in this. That was huge for sure. But I will say this: since Martinsville, which Martinsville was the. Ninth race of the year. Leading up to that race, Travis, I had only missed one race. Since that time, you have gotten 
5 out of 5 out of uh, 9. Hmm. Coming in the clutch. Yep. And again, the driver's list will reset after Daytona. Yeah, and I would anticipate this uh, changing, but I was trying to look at the uh, odds for yeah. uh, the race on yeah. some sports books, and I don't even see NASCAR being offered uh, this weekend right now just because mm. it's so unpredictable and whatnot. It may be once we get closer. Mm-hmm. Like the later, I, I would say Wednesday onward recheck. Yeah. But it wouldn't surprise me if it, was, right now. if it wasn't offered. Because no one knows what to expect. Right. Yeah, like I, I tried to look the last week. I think it was an option, but I don't remember what the odds were mm-hmm. and whatnot. But I can't even find it on sports books yeah. right now. So we'll keep our eye on that. I'm, I don't know how to feel about it. Like I said, I think some of the drivers are like, oh, this is going to be historic and I get to be part of history. And a bunch of them are like, this is the silliest thing ever. Why are we doing this? I just hope when the schedule comes out later on this summer into the fall that this street course is taken off. <laughs> I don't want to have this. Yeah. I don't want to do this again. I don't want more road courses. Mm-hmm. I, if we're going to go to Chicago, I want to go to Chicago Speedway. Yeah. Because those have been the best races in this new car. That mile and a half has been the best races. And Chicago was putting on good races right up until the end. Mm-hmm. And then they took it away. Yep. And now that track has had three years to just sit and age, which would make it even more rough to race on, which I love. Make tire wear a factor and everything like that. So let's do it. Let's do that instead. Yep. We absolutely have to be in the Chicago market. Let's go to an actual racetrack. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Whatever. Didn't ask my opinion. Nope. And we're still going to do it. And it's going to happen on Sunday, 430. Um, Before we get out of here, just because I want to check, because you want chaos, Travis. If you want absolute chaos, I just want to let you know, um, as of this moment, there is a slight little chance of rain on Saturday. Ooh. And Sunday overnight. Ooh. Which can always be pushed back in the middle of the summer. It can always change during summertime as far as the rain goes. Yeah, a chance of showers all the way up yeah. Thursday night and on. And again, this is a road course. Site that we're looking so at Wednesday in, night even. We'd race in the rain, Travis. Ooh, nice. Even so if better. You want absolute chaos. Even Let's better. go to a street course with fake walls and those spotters that are standing on the bus <laughs> having to do it in the rain, which I'm sure they're going to love. Yeah. And let's throw rain and wetness on a track that isn't designed to be raced on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people complain about Illinois potholes now. Just wait. After this race is done, those potholes on Lakeshore Drive are going to be incredible. <laughs> it's going to be incredible. And I'm sure that's the word that we're going to describe the race uh, coming on Sunday. Potentially incredible. Yeah. <laughs>
incredibly bad. Uh, but uh, we'll still do the uh, pick a main. We'll uh, still uh, give you our thoughts on who will win. So stick around on Friday uh, for that. So we're going to get out of here for today, though. That's all we got in store for you. And uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. We'll be back for you tomorrow. Until then, peace. Peace.